Welcome back to Marty's Corner. It has been a while, but we are back and I am excited. Uh, today, I've got Max Thompson and Tim Henry with me, my mates. We're talking sports. We're talking NBA playoffs. Uh, what we saw in the first round, what we think might happen in the second round and moving forward all the way to that NBA championship. Um, this is, it's just a fun one as they, as, as they are when I'm with my mates. And then, uh, yeah, just, I guess before we get into this podcast, I do have some guests getting lined up. Um, I am trying to organize those. That's, it's obviously something I really enjoy doing with this podcast platform. Um, and yeah, excited to have some athletes on some non-athletes as well. Just people that I think could be fun to talk to and, um, might have something valuable to say. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so those are coming, but for now, enjoy me and my mates just talking what we, what we enjoy. And that's NBA, NBA basketball. What's that got to do with anything? He often says this because he's his favorite player, but he's never actually worn his shoes. I've owned two pairs of Kobe's. I can't buy them anymore because you can't find them anywhere. You will be soon. Anyways, let's get into it. Um, How are we, guys? Good. That's good. Yeah, very good. How how cold's it been here in Brisbane the last little bit, Max? Freezing, absolutely freezing. Hit like twenty-one degrees this morning. The temperatures have been going down. Yeah, have they? I have long pants on right now. He does not, actually. Not even shorts. You got so. trackies on. Do you? I thought about wearing a hoodie. Like these ones. Yeah. How's Canberra, Tim? That's good. I'm just a little colder. Are you going to sit down and focus on this podcast? <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm just trying to find um. My headphones, I broke a pair recently. You didn't say that when I said, is it time to start, like, are we good to start recording? You didn't say, can we just wait (laughs) (laughs) while I grab my headphones? No, we can start recording. I'm I'm focused. You're focused. I'm focused. Tell us what's going on in Canberra. Ask me about the rugby game last night. We're not going to talk about the footy. This is not a footy podcast. Um... <clears throat> hey, well, it's been a hot minute since we've been here. Um, I wanted to do a little bit earlier. I've been sick with COVID. Thanks for asking how I've been, guys. Um, You've been you in your house for like two the, weeks, yeah. You complain about it all the time. You did yeah. a lockdown pre-COVID then. you Did you get confirmed for COVID? Yeah, I did. Okay, then you... So, you had a pre-COVID lockdown for a week. No, it wasn't a week. Liam... My housemate, oh, he okay. Throw him under the bus. Well, <laughs> he got he got COVID first, so he it was the Tuesday night. We were driving back from our netball game, and he was like, "I'm feeling sick." And then he got tested Wednesday. He got he was positive, so we had to isolate. Um, I got tested Wednesday, came back negative, tested. Then I went and tested Friday, and it came back positive. I was sick. It's not a cold. Sorry to interrupt your delightful story. But you know how uh, you were taking betadine the other day? Yeah, I was smashing the betadine. I just realized that a bottle of betadine was leaking in my um, laptop bag. (laughs) That stuff gets everywhere too. Like, I'm so terrified to accidentally swallow, swallow betadine. And one time at night, I was like, oh, my throat's starting to... As soon as I felt any sort of a tickle in my throat, I went and got the betadine. And I um, 
I was gargling it and I coughed and then I choked on it. Is that the stuff and that tastes like? It's like that red liquid. That tastes like. I mean, you don't really pool want pool water, like. Mm, I don't know about pool water. It just tastes like disgusting. You're not meant to swallow it though. Yeah, but it tastes like, like horrible. Yeah, it's not great. And then, but it helped. I didn't have any, so I didn't actually get like a cough. Really, I had a little bit of a cough. <clears throat> but uh, yeah. Anyway, let's uh, get into NBA. He's, Are you ready to go? He's Tim? still wandering around his apartment, which is yeah, no. a bit messier than I thought it would be. But what's happening in your life, Max? I'm oh, ready. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tim just. <laughs> Tim just fl- <laughs> Tim flipped the camera and I saw his face. I don't know why that- wow. Wow. It's a big head to fit on the camera. It did, fit on, it did fit on the screen. Yeah, it is. Oh, actually, we can talk about one thing about the footy last night. <clears throat> Tim's Cowboys played well. Um, but <laughs> when... Um, oh, who was it? Was it Moses threw the flat ball and hit Papali in the head? And it like went the ball went through oh, the line. Oh. When that when that happened, I was like, "Oh shit, we're gonna we're gonna lose this game." Because <laughs> it's like a repeat set and everything. But, yeah. I'm, oh my goodness. But, but when me and Jackson were watching the game, we're like, "Fuck!" Trying to imagine, imagine trying to pass the ball past him. <laughs> that that ball's definitely hitting Tim in the head. <laughs> <laughs> ja- Jackson said that. Yeah. The only other Cowboys supporter in our group. But, well, yeah, that's what he said. And he's going to shit on me? And I um, yeah. I stood up for you. I said... You absolutely did not. I said it's not as big now that Tim's an adult. <laughs> what? All right, you ready to go? Let's do... Are we doing NBA? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, can we just... Like just like sixty second review of like the NRL ladder. I mean, we can, but it's pretty early days, so I don't know why we're talking about the ladder yet. Like a third, a third into the season. Nah, but it's t- still pretty early, and the Broncos, like the Broncos, are behind the Cowboys by one win. One game, we're like bro, one game, and we're we're. And you guys have a, an easy. We're draw ninth on the ladder. You played the third. Eels last night, but before one, that, one one game and a hundred and like forty points doesn't matter. Yeah, it's but it's just game. one game. And 140 points. <laughs> Is it really? 120. If you lose points. the next two games, we win the next games. We're ahead of you on the ladder. Those yeah. points don't mean anything. You're not winning. The next We're rampaging <laughs> right now. We're building up our momentum. Rampaging. We're rampaging. <laughs> we, we do look really we've, good. We've strung two wins together now. Oh, Watch out. Two wins. Oh, no. Have we had two wins in a row? Bulldogs oh yeah, it is too. That's right. We said we weren't gonna. Oh, we actually said we weren't gonna watch footy together anymore. Oh yeah, if they won, yeah, that's a good omen. Because <laughs> I was in, because I was in COVID lockdown. Max and I watched basically every Bronco game together, and we won. And then I didn't think there was a chance in hell we beat the Sharks. And I then, did. Well, actually, I take that back. I did because I even messaged you. I was like, "Why am I feeling good yeah. about this game right before kickoff?" And then we came out and rampaged, as Max said. Tony Sags was really. rampaging. Shut down Tarakai hard. Hey? Yeah. You won I'm sorry. Seven. The Sharks didn't score in the second half. 
okay, the Eels scored four points in the entire game. Yeah, but they, the Eels are so stupid right now. You you couldn't have picked a better week to play the Eels. Wasn't Dylan Brown playing get, center? Yeah, playing center. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Arthur, Arthur put his son put his son in Jacob at, whatever at, at six five, and eight. it was disgusting it was the worst and they crushed hey he played center last week and they like crossed the Knights Knights Yo, the Knights are even worse Knights might be worse than the Cowboys so well I wouldn't spoon Cowboys Cowboys for the spoon yeah no, I'll eat my words the Cowboys are playing a million times better than I and Many people thought they would the this world. season. The world, yeah. <laughs> but it's still early days. It's a third into the. West, West, it is literally a third. third into the season. Okay, let's let's get it. This is not a rugby league thing. We are going to move on to basketball, and <clears throat> basically, this is the run sheet. I didn't. I hadn't actually sent the run sheet to the guys. I've gotten written here. We can do five minutes on the Lakers, but that's all we're doing because they're pretty <laughs> insignificant. So you want to get it out of the way. Five minutes just- max. Tim, you can say whatever you want in that time. <laughs> Get all everything you've because th- it's been a long time since we've recorded. So you can you got five minutes, um, and then we're basically just going to go through each each uh, f- round one matchup and just our takeaways from that. And then we're going to finish with uh, the f- my top five teams that I think can win the championship. And I do have an, I do have them in order, but we can. Does that sound good? Yeah, fine. When you like sound bites from the episode we did right before the season. Yeah, I should have brought sound bites in. I, let's do the Lakers thing. Um, Tim, before the season started, we recorded a podcast and then we talked about how neither me or Max had the Lakers as our number one team in the West, which offended you. Like you were offended they weren't the number one team. But ne- yeah. both of us had them like around mid-pack. And neither of, yeah. neither of us thought that Westbrook was going to be a good fit for the Lakers. You also thought that Westbrook was going to be a good fit for the Lakers. Now that you've had a whole season of it <laughs> and the Lakers are eliminated, what are, what are your thoughts? You've got five minutes. Go. Come down the injury, that's all. Oh, God. Healthy Anthony Davis, healthy, uh, healthy LeBron James, we'd be fine. But we were injured. So about it. Oh. He doesn't need five minutes. It's done. Um, All there is to say. How do you feel about Russell Westbrook post the 2021-2022 season? Uh, That that he's just forgot how to shoot. I don't know. But I I don't understand how it makes sense that you can, like watching some of his highlights from like the, 15, 14, 15, 16, 17 seasons where he's just pulling up from all over the court and just lacing jumpers. And now he's more likely to just hit the top of the backboard. It's, it's bizarre. Well, it's a, it's a rhythm thing, right? But it's so varied. Like, he, he'll have the game that he had in Charlotte where he hits the, like, he has like four threes, hits that three to, to like put it into overtime. And then, the next game, he'll come down and hit the shot block. Like, it, it makes no sense. He's certainly on tilt. Because, it, like, just the season before, he was playing in Washington, and he put together, like, a pretty good run. Yeah. But, you know, I, at the end of the day, I feel like if Anthony Davis was healthy all season, 
and LeBron was healthy all season, then they'd be in the playoffs and, well, whatever. Anything could happen in the playoffs. That's fair enough. I do actually somewhat agree. There's a lot of injuries. It's hard to know what exactly they could have been. But the things that we did talk about were pretty prevalent. And I, I remember my main point being they got a lot of old guys and I don't think they can play defense. Well, my main point was that they gave up Alex Caruso. I was waiting. That, I was true. I was like, when is he going to say this? For their defense. And... And you guys downplayed that. No, Alex Caruso is not good. He'll be fine. He's not. He's not well, like one of the. He's in the league. He's an average player, or barely average, maybe even. I mean, he's say. still around, like average to above average. He's slightly he, above average. He's the most. I feel like he's the most like statistically impactful perimeter defender. In the league, yeah, the, the uh, statistics do back that up. Um, but you got shit on him. So I, we don't shit on him. I don't think we shit on him. <laughs> you you treat him like he's this like you say like oh six man of the year like best best bench player most underrated player in the NBA and I just have to like bring that, bring you down to earth a little bit. But I don't shit on him at all. And all I, all I say is you wouldn't love him so much if he had a full head of hair. Oh. If he wasn't a, no, if he wasn't a meme because of like his hair, that's how it started in the Lakers, and because he's athletic. and because he's white, yeah, because he's white, athletic, and his hair was like terrible this before he how, shaved it. You wouldn't care about him. This is how impactful Alex Caruso is. If the Lakers just had him, like if they just kept him and did everything else that they did, they'd be in the play. Yeah, like he he would have added like. Seven wins to their season. It, like all the, all the games where they lost, like as in like the the Lakers roster they had this year plus Alex Caruso. Yeah. He would have added like seven wins. All the games that they lost from like twenty points up, they lost by like one or two points here and there. They gave up like open layups and stuff like that. He'd have he'd add like seven wins easy, easy. I mean, the Lakers one of the struggles was depth, right? Mm. And he he made and he made what like nine million a year. So like, how many other nine million a year players would just by themselves add like ten points to a game? It's fair enough. He's a he's he's a good defender. What well, what was your highlight of the Lakers season? Did you have a highlight of the Lakers season? You watched a lot. I don't have any highlight. There was no highlight. No highlight. Austin Reeves? Oh, yeah. Yeah, my boy AR15. LeBron was doing some stuff here and there. I mean, he was was just scoring. He wasn't really playing defense. All-time leading scorer? Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves was like a highlight just because he's a rookie and they can keep him for that for next year unless they trade him to get rid of Westbrook. <laughs> do, do you have anything else you want to add about the Lakers? No, just, you know, everyone, everyone's sitting on AD for getting injured and then you get into the playoffs and Devin Booker gets injured, Phoenix almost loses. If- Joel, Embiid, Joel Embiid gets injured, like, Philly's probably going to lose. 
Well, oh, we're going to get into all that. Uh, let's, let's stick with the Lakers real quick. Uh, come opening night for next season, uh, who, what do you, if you were a betting guy, what Which would I'm you, not. <laughs> uh, who would you, uh, how likely do you think it is that the Russell Westbrook's going to be on the Lakers? Opening night? Yeah. No, there's no, there's no way. <laughs> There's no way. He has been saying some things. There's no way he's playing on opening night in the Lakers uniform. It seems like he's gone, doesn't it? There's absolutely no way. But I, I just don't know who they who they can even trade him for. Well, the Charlotte deal seems to be the only one that's got you got some yeah, legs. Then like the Pacers deal, but the Pacers deal just doesn't make sense. Why would they give up Buddy Heald and yeah, and Brogdon? Uh, why, would, why would why, what team would want to trade like for Westbrook? Well, there's a Charlotte deal going where they could trade Gordon Haywood, and that would it would basically be like the Lakers taking on the Gordon Haywood contract. Yeah, and then Russ would only be in Charlotte for a year. So the only and way then, is if you have to pay him for a year, and then you get rid of a contract you don't want, like Gordon. Haywood. Yeah, like that's the no one actually wants him. For yeah, how much he's gonna demand. Yeah. But you just need to salary point. dump. The point is we can get rid of them. And that's what the- <laughs> <laughs> And that's what you would like that to happen as a Laker fan? Yeah, yeah, I would. It's like <laughs> I feel like like I'm not surprised that this has kind of like happened. It's like Westbrook in his career, but I'm surprised that it happened this soon. I don't think he's that bad. Like, I don't think he's actually the reason why they lost. But his shot selection is just, like, god-awful like, sometimes. That's the reason why, like, yeah, if he had better shot selection or if he had better decision-making, they could have probably won maybe, like, five more games and, like, gotten to the playoffs. But then they would have just got crushed. He... He's, he's not the reason they were ass No, they, they just suck. That's the reason. So, ass all year is, like... AD was injured and LeBron was injured, but... You don't have a bench. They traded away four of their five best perimeter defenders. Or gave away four of their five best perimeter defenders. Do you miss KCP? No, I miss Alex Caruso. (laughs) (laughs) I miss Caruso. So you don't miss KCP? No. I would say there's probably never been a season. Who's mine for Hey? I meant who's mine for I was going to say there's probably never been a season where there's like, it's been more upsetting to be a Laker fan. Like, the grass is certainly greener on all the other sides. But we gave, we, they gave away basically an entire starting five that could have won as many games as the Lakers did this season. Yeah. Like, they gave away, or they let, they either traded or let go, Alex Caruso, Dennis Rudolph, KCP, Kyle Kuzma, and Montrez Howe. That's like an entire starting five. If the Lakers 
don't trade for Russell Westbrook, they probably make the playoffs. Oh, they definitely make the playoffs. Mm. So if they, this is actually what the most frustrating thing is. If they didn't do anything, like if they traded no one and just kept this, I kept exactly the same team, even though I brought back Dennis Rudolph for like five mil, whatever. Dead defense would have still been, and and everything else happened. So like LeBron still hurt himself, AD still hurt himself. Their defense would have still been like top three in the league, like it was last year when LeBron and AD were were hurt, and they would have like made the playoffs. And like LeBron wouldn't have had to play that much, AD wouldn't have had to play that much, so they probably would have been able to come back healthy. But the biggest thing is that the trade deadline. They could have traded for anyone, like with all of those players. Like they could have traded for CJ. Yeah, I was gonna say you guys might have CJ right now with the Kings for like Buddy Hield and like Halliburton. They could have traded with the Pacers. Like they could have traded. Like they could have been involved in any trade with the five players that they gave away. How do you feel? Because I. Those five players that they have were better than outside James Harden. Those five players that they have were pretty much as good as any of the players that got traded. Yeah. So, and if you didn't trade for Russell Westbrook, you probably could have signed DeMar DeRozan. Uh, that would have been hard. Like, it's like the salary cap would be tricky on that. It would have actually been tricky on that. But weren't they saying that that was basically they could have made that a done deal? Yeah, but they still they still would have had to give up some pieces, I think. Still, probably would have been better than the result that ended up happening. Yeah, they would have been better. But the, my point was like they didn't. If they didn't do anything, they would have been way better. That's like right. They didn't have to. They didn't have to do anything at all. And the idea of having someone like DJ with everyone else on the Lakers would have been like if they had CJ last year that would have been amazing like he would fit perfectly with LeBron and Anthony Davis or whatever yeah okay we've given Lakers way too much time do you have any closing words for the Lakers this year 20 uh 2023 chance great <laughs> okay <laughs> we're moving on round one of the playoffs is done <clears throat> I uh got to watch a lot of it because I was at home with COVID. So. And I gave you my league pass. And you gave me your league pass that, I mean, very begrudgingly. <laughs> well, you haven't given me my $25 yet. You haven't sent me your bank For details. What? I said I'd pay him half of his league pass subscription because he's just got like the playoff thing. It was much appreciated. I actually hate the app. Is it as bad as KO? Oh, it's way worse. It's way, way worse. Like, you can't Chromecast it. It just freezes all the time. Who would, who would watch on, on Mobile View? Oh, Mobile View? So, Max, when you... For League Pass, <clears throat> whenever you click a game, the f- there's, like, different, like, streams you can watch it through. And the, f- the, the, f- the first one it gives you is the Mobile View. And you're essentially just like following the ball. Like, it's like, imagine like just looking at like your phone screen. So it's vertical. And it's like, 
no, 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 it's not vertical, sorry, but it's like zoomed in. Like it's really close. Yeah. You're like following the, the yeah, ball. It's like, it's like max zoom on a 2K, on like a 2K camera when you're just following <laughs> your own player with the ball the whole way. Yeah, so you don't, you don't see, like you can't see even half the court, like mm. half, the, right. half the half court. You're just seeing zoomed in the guy with the ball and then he'll like pass it and you're like skipping over to where he's passed the ball to. Yeah, if someone was standing like a high pick and roll, like you would only see James Harden and Joel Embiid and their two defenders and maybe like the free throw line. But mm-hmm. you're not going to see the corner shooters or any of the health defense. It's like essentially like a highlight camera except you're watching the entire game through it. Nice. It sucked. Anyway... Uh, so yeah, first round of the playoffs. I think we're just going to go through each ma- each matchup and then uh, just a few little takeaways from it. Let's start with this was one I enjoyed a lot: Miami versus Atlanta. Uh, you know, so Tim. I'm sorry, we've started with the Lakers and now we're moving on to Trey Young. Trey Young's Tim's guy. I'm very much a Jimmy Butler guy. Um, <clears throat> before the series started, I told Tim it was going to be a sweep. At best, Atlanta might get a gentleman sweep. As in, <laughs> the Heat will only beat them 4-1. I told I was a hater. <laughs> hater, you just love Jimmy Butler. But you do love Jimmy Butler. I do love Jimmy and Butler. And you kind of are a hater. I'm not that Hawks much now. of a hater. But no, but it's t- like, it's because right. you're not like a legitimate hater, but you're a hater because of Tim. Because he's annoying. Yeah, me and Trey had fandom. a moment this year. He was in my fantasy is- team. You admitted that you were a little bit of a Trey Young hater last Season. Yeah, when but I told. Yeah, but that was your fault. When they were playing the Sixers, like you admitted it. Yeah, but like that was mostly your fault. You did it to me as well. I never hated Trey Young, but now I hate Trey Young because you like him and you. Annoy I, me. I don't hate Trey Young. I never hated the Cowboys either, but I hate them. You no, know it doesn't make sense. Is that Trey Young is exactly the type of player that you would love? Yeah, I know that's it true. It's true. He does thing that you would love. Like more more than anyone else in the league, he is the player that you would love. Oh, I don't know about that, but he certainly does things that, like, in my essence of not loving him, he does them, and I'm like, I just can't like him. But I do like that he does it. And and he's so fun to watch. He does things like outside of the world of like outside of his actual basketball game that like I obviously get around, but then I don't like what? Like the what just the shit talk and the and the just the attitude and, and all that real sort quiet. of stuff. Real quiet in here. Yeah, it's real quiet. Like all that sort of stuff that he does. Like I obviously enjoy that. But I don't necessarily love the way he plays though. Well they didn't lose because of him. They lost because of that hard no one, they have no other offense if he can't create it for them. But, I mean, I can't, I kind of don't agree with that because I just think... Red Velvet? I think that they do have players. I just think that he likes the ball in his hands a little bit too no. much. It also doesn't Rick help. Gallinari can He also had... It, I think a lot of... Like, it's never a, a player's fault, but he still had more turnovers than he had made field goals in the series. Like he didn't play good. He played really bad. Every game of the series, right? Hey. You watched all the games. Yeah. Right? Every single time that he went to drive, 
there'd be like three Miami defenders there. They were the only. They were the. He was the only person that they cared about. They didn't care about anyone else. Yeah, they beat him. You're not gonna <laughs> like. He's not gonna score. He's not like Kevin Durant had a shit series against Brooklyn, and he's KD and he's seven feet tall. Yeah, and hang on a second. We'll get to that. But before, just with the Trey Young thing, before the season, the series started, you asked me how I thought the series was going to go, and I told you I thought it was going to be a sweep, and you were like, "You're a hater," blah blah blah. And then, in Trey Young's defense, I said, "I don't think, I don't think that they can win this with a with an injured Capella, and we don't even know if he's going to play. And in the end, he probably shouldn't have played. And and Collins being out injured for the last however long it was just for the fact that Miami could zone in on just Trey Young more than I guess what they would have had to if Capella's playing and he's applying pressure on the rim like that vertical kind of spacing and then you've got Collins as well who's a good player but he just wasn't healthy so it felt like it was just always to me when I said that I thought the Heat were going to sweep them which they probably should have i thought that was like a pretty that was the 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 out of all the series that was the one that i was most confident in being a sweep just because collins wasn't healthy capella wasn't healthy and <clears throat> miami's just way too big for trey young it wasn't a sweep number one <laughs> there should have been a sweep it was a, it was a gentleman's sweep it was a nice well, sweep boston boston should have won three of the four games against the Nets. I mean, the Nets sort of won three of the four games against Boston. Like, you can't. Should have, like, should have been sweet. Shouldn't have been sweet. But anyway. Close to a sweet. Yeah, if you watch, if you watch that series and you watch, and if you remember watching, like, the Sixers series last year, when, if they tried trapping Trey or putting better individual defenders, I'm sure, like, Ben Simmons and Matisse Tybal are better individual defenders than... I would say than Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry and Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. No, it was, like, a, it just, was a team effort. Yeah, I know, I know. But like just those two people and and Billy, I mean, and Atlanta was able to take advantage of like, oh, they'd post up John Collins. Like they'd post up John Collins and anyone that switched onto John Collins and he would just like rise and six ten. Would just like rise up and shoot over them, or they'll post up Gallo, and Gallo would just like rise up and shoot over them, and like uh, Kevin Herter and Bogdanovich were actually making shots. Whereas in this series, like they triple teaming Trey Young, and Gallo just takes like a like a dumb shot. I or, still think that. Or they passed like John Collins and like he's not I don't know, it just seemed like their offense was different. Like John Collins wasn't taking advantage of matchups, like Gallo wasn't taking advantage of matchups. Everyone was kinda of making just bad decisions and then Bogdanovich like struggled for I think all but one game. And same with like Kevin Herter. Like everyone like their whole offense just seemed dumb. Like it seemed, it seemed like they couldn't. Like if it wasn't Trey Young coming up the pick, and like drawing four defenders and setting someone up, it was just bad decisions by everyone else. I felt like 
it was it didn't really matter whose hands the I think I really think it was the Miami Heat's defense that just rattled the Hawks. Yeah, but that But that, I don't even think it was just like, oh, they just like built up against Trey Young and forced someone else to beat them. I just think they beat everyone down in the series. It felt like a beat down. When I was watching it, I was like, oh, the Heat are beating the Atlanta Hawks down. But there's no first like they were the Hawks are in every single game. They didn't lose game by like except the first one by twenty points. So they were in every single game. They just took bad shots and made bad decisions when the ball wasn't really in Trey's hands. Unlike last year when you give it to like Bogdanovich, you give it a herder and they make they made like great decisions and they were shooting lights out. It was this this year they were like missing open shots. Maybe it was one of those years. Sometimes like, you just have a year where you're just DeAndre Hunter was thought he was I guess like Michael Jordan or something, just taking some <laughs> Pull up long twos like he was the goat or some shit. I don't know. Did play good Great. in that last game. Because yeah, he's the only one they're not guarding. <laughs> Taking like, I don't know. And um, and then the last time, like, the coaching was just weird. Like, he didn't make any adjustments. Like, Miami played the exact same defense the whole series. And Atlanta just came out and tried uh, to run deep. Yeah. So, they kept on going to that zone. Yeah, but like they didn't like Atlanta just ran the same stuff. Yeah, I didn't just anything else. Which I think if you flipped it, if you flipped the coaches, like Spur would have tried something different, and maybe just won a game by just trying something different. All you have to do is like the last, the last like timeout play of the last game when they passed it to Gallinari in the corner. Yeah, so that was the ever. That just makes no sense. I just wonder, kind of like Russell Westbrook, <clears throat> if there's like a cap on how good your team can be with someone like Trey Young, who's ultra talented but very small and can't do a lot off the ball, and so the Heat it it, it makes it a lot easier. To guard, I feel. Obviously, if he's got better players around him, I think I think it's a different series if John Collins and Capella were both healthy. Yeah, but like they he they were two wins away from the finals last year. Yeah, I know they went on a run. But how many how many teams have gone on runs? And then it's kind of like oh, they never really played like that again. Like the the leagues had a whole another year of playing against Trey Young. But not, not many teams going that long. <laughs> like not many teams do. Like not many teams do that. No, and but they obviously weren't able to do it again this year. But maybe if they're healthy. Anyways, moving on. Philly and Toronto. Thoughts on Philly and Toronto, Max? Yeah. I didn't watch much of it. I- it was it was the uh, the series I was least interested in out of all of them. Because yeah, Toronto, Toronto got even more injured during the series. Yeah. Well, as soon as they lost Scotty Barnes, and then I think Fred Van Vliet didn't even play the last game. No, like, I don't think he did. I didn't watch the last game. They should have should have been swept. 
Yeah, I agree. I actually don't even really want to talk about that series. <laughs> it was juicy seeing um, Doc up 3 0, up like three games to none, and then lose the next two games. <laughs> and possibly, possibly lose like the third game and, and then have to go and play game seven. But I mean, I feel like he got, I feel like Philly got bailed out by the fact that Scotty Barnes got injured and then Fred Bentley got injured. And like they were already on demand. Yeah, I my biggest takeaway from that series is just James Harden is so far from being anything that he used to be. Oh yeah, yeah. those uh, those Houston uh, Houston strip clubs. <laughs> <laughs> is he missing them? Um, yeah, I don't really want to talk about that series. And I think now with Joel Embiid out, probably not going to play. Philly's probably no. done. They're done. They're definitely done. Uh, There's no thing on carrying them. Who, wait, who are they playing? Are they playing Miami? They're playing Miami. Yeah, they're done. They're done. Although, Jimmy Butler, knee injury. He's fine. Kyle Lowry can't play. I think Jimmy Butler's fine. The Kyle the Kyle Lowry thing maybe not. Anyways, let's let's move on to we'll talk about the next round. Uh, Milwaukee versus Chicago. That was weird. That was just a, I thought it was gonna be a fun series and then it wasn't. I don't. I thought when Chris Middleton went down, that Chicago would play better, but they somehow just didn't play as good. Yeah. <laughs> They, they they played worse without Chris Middleton, and Milwaukee kind of played a little bit more free and just made a lot more three point shots. I guess, yeah. I guess when you lose a player like that, you who does a lot of his work in the mid range, you can kind of just kind of go, ah, oh, well, we'll just throw three point shooters out there with Giannis, and then if obviously if they make a lot of threes, then they're just going to blow teams out. It almost became harder for Milwaukee to, I mean, harder for Chicago to defend because Milwaukee was just Giannis and four three-point shooters. Giannis and Grayson Allen. And, <laughs> and, um, and like they just couldn't, like, uh, Vucevic can't defend. Max's, Max's boy, Vucevic, just, <laughs> just couldn't defend Giannis in open space. So then you, you help and then it's just bang, 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 three all around. And everyone was just blanked out from three. I wonder if it's a different series if Lonzo's playing. I mean, yeah, but well, he's an elite perimeter defender. And an okay three-point shooter now, I guess. I think he's a good three-point shooter. A lot of ex-Lakers guys around the league. There's a lot of ex-Lakers guys that are succeeding around the league. Good. Do we need to talk about Milwaukee Chicago? I I just think it looks bad for Demar Derozan. Hey, just in the playoffs in general. Toronto. Hey, he went back to like Toronto playoffs. Demar, a little bit, just a little bit. Missing that was it. The second game when they he played was the second game. He had one game that was really bad. Played so bad. I right. think it was game two because they won game three, right? 
Yeah, yeah. They, no, I think they won game two. Were they... they won, won game two, they lost game one. Oh, then was it game one that he played real bad? Yeah, I think it was game one that, they, that he played bad. And then he was um, like, I'm never playing like that again. Which, he, yeah. I mean, he did play good after that. They were, they, like, Zach Levine also got injured. But he didn't play the last game of the series. I think. And they were injured all year anyways. So they probably will run it back and just see what happens. They'll run it back. They'll be better. I just don't know if Vucevic is the right fit for them. Or maybe trade Vucevic? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just don't think you can, like, like with the players v- they've got. Vucevic and Caruso? Oh, my right. God. Stop it. <laughs> It's funny because, like, they got rid of... We're not doing a Lakers thing, but the Lakers (laughs) got rid of so many guys that you just straight up, like, in hindsight, you wouldn't get rid of Caruso just for... Like, you wouldn't trade just Caruso for Russell Westbrook? No. You wouldn't trade Kuzma? I think I said that. I think I said I wouldn't trade Caruso for Russell Westbrook. Wait. (laughs) In, like when the trade went down, which is not something I would have agreed with. There you go. Shows you okay. All right, let's do the last Eastern <laughs> Conference game: Boston, Brooklyn. Max, what happened? Chumps. But Brooklyn's chumps. Chumps. Wait, why do you hate? Why do you hate the Nets? I don't hate the Nets. You were going for Brooklyn in that series, hey Tim? Yeah. I didn't like them last year, but I realized wherever James Harden isn't, I don't mind that team. Yeah, I found myself liking Brooklyn. Only because... Especially after game four. You over Brooklyn over Boston. I didn't really care that much. But, like, I don't know. There's just I do like watching Kyrie play. Especially after game one, when Kyrie, like, popped off. Yeah. That was... Ridiculous. I like Ramadan Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> but looking, and I know they got wet, but they really should have won the first two games. Like they should have won that first game. Yeah. Like Jason Tatum shouldn't have got that layup. They made so many mistakes in that first game. Like Jalen Brown got an easy layup to cut it to one, and then. Kyrie dribbled too long, have a long shot, and then Katie let him cut this off. Like they should have won game one, and they were up what, what six, seven, eight points in in game two, and then blew that lead. But I feel like they should have won the first two games, and then it's like a whole different series if they even win one of them. Yeah, but they just, they found ways to lose. I feel. Like. I, th- I feel like Boston also found ways to win. I think that Boston, the improvement of um, Jason Tatum, I, I always think about Kobe's going from 2008 to 2009 when when he like, 2008 Kobe when they lost to the Celtics, he was like this... He was just Kobe. Like there wasn't 
there wasn't like kind of a method to how like when he attacked and and things like that it was just i'm kobe and i'm better than you and i'm gonna go score but then in 2009 and then especially in 2010 when they went on that when they had the two peat <clears throat> kobe used to just like kind of pick his moments and it was always at the end of quarters and or if he was attacking early on like it was very there was like um um there was at least like a sense of i'm attacking because of this and the more i've watched jason tatum and like his ability to now kind of get other people involved because like back when you used to watch the celtics play the last few years it's always just kind of like okay tatum's having a go brown's having a go and then that's just kind of how it was. Whereas Tatum now, like Marcus Smart can be your point guard because Tatum can kind of take on that load of like, oh, I'm going to get others involved here, play elite defense. And then when I need to score at the end of end of quarters or, or whatever it is, or just to halt a run or whatever, whatever the reason is, then he'd kind of just pile on these points. And it, it didn't feel like, I think Kevin Durant can kind of do it. Like those guys that, all of a sudden at the end of the game, you're like, oh, that guy has 35. Like, how does he have 35? And I feel like Tatum had kind of gotten himself to that point now where he can be like, oh yeah, I've gotten everyone else involved. And then you look up at the scoreboard and I also have 35 points myself. That's what I think about Jason Tatum. Played out well in the series. Tatum didn't. I thought he played really well. Offensively. He had a lot of bad percentage yeah but i mean so did kobe during those times as well like kobe still could have games where he shot like 40 percent from the field but he still like his presence was still a positive one on the team and i think that tatum being able to just guard he was like manhandling kevin durant at times on the defensive end and then coming down and, making yeah, good yeah, decisions I get, and yeah i get what you're saying I mean, a little much Hey, a little much to compare him to 2008 Kobe. No, but I'm just talking about his the way he affects the this Boston Celtics team. But I, guess, I get what you're saying, but I also think who, who was who was he who was he getting guarded by? by who, by who was guarding Jason Tatum? Well, and that's the biggest issue with the Brooklyn Nets going into the playoffs was. They are you going against Steph Curry, Patty Mills, and Kyrie? Kyrie, yeah. And and if it was Kevin Durant, then it's like Kevin Durant after he's switching off like Jalen Brown and Al Horford and trying to score by himself. Like who? Like who was who was he actually going against? Who was anyone in on Boston <laughs> going against on, on the defensive end? Like, yeah. And then, and then on offense, like as good as Boston's defense was, and I think it was more like a team defense than just Jason. Jason Tatum didn't shut down Kevin Durant. Oh no, it was definitely a team defense. Like even though I, I feel like some people just say, "Oh, look at Jason Tatum, oh that contestant KD, oh it was, he blocked KD's shot," but if the camera was, if the camera was showing what KD was seeing, it was probably, "Oh, Jason Tatum's right in front of me." Marcus Smart is right down the free throw line, and Al Horford is right behind Jason Tatum, so I can't go anywhere. And the dumbest, the dumbest thing the Brooklyn Nets did was 
whoever's choice it is, like I, I mean, Kyrie Irving obviously had the comments after after the series, and he's, oh, this is me and Kevin Durant's team. We're gonna like wear the GMs, just like or whatever he was saying. But <clears throat> Kyrie and <laughs> Kyrie and KD constantly wanting to obviously Kyrie will like isolate at the top, and if it wasn't that, then it was like Kevin Durant in this in the high post area just catching it and it just made it so easy to play help defense on either side. Well, that, I that, couldn't that, understand why they didn't run some sort of off ball action. Like as good as, as good as Boston played defensively, I feel but there's all every single good playoff series or good teams in the playoffs. As good as they play one game, the next game, the other team will make a jump. Yeah. Like, like if you if you remember the Spurs like Miami Heat series, I think it was like the first one, twenty thirteen, where one game will be a loss by sixteen, the next game will be a win by sixteen, the next game will be a loss by eighteen, or like it was it would just swing like constantly, and even even the Milwaukee Phoenix series last year didn't like Phoenix went off two two games to none. Yeah. And it just like switches and it changes. So like everything change, like game to game, things change. Whereas this, Brooklyn just did the same. Like they kind of did what Atlanta did. They just did the same shit on offense, and it was shit because it was KD catch. Like KD run through, run through the, the paint to go to the other side and get bumped by every single Boston Celtics player. Like he was on a rugby pitch. And then catch it isolated on the elbow, and try to score on an all switching defense, which is the best defense in the league. Like it wasn't, but they just did it again and again and again. Like they didn't. And they have Steph Curry, they have Patty Mills, they didn't. They had Kyrie, like an elite three point. They're all elite three point shooters, and they weren't taking three point shots, and they weren't running. Well, they weren't really taking three-point shots because I think the way they played defense, I think the way the Boston Celtics guarded the Brooklyn Nets, the Brooklyn Nets made it, e- made it easy for Boston because they were like, okay, either Kyrie or KD is going to isolate. Kyrie's going to kind of get it at the top and do his thing, or KD's going to catch it in the post. Yeah, but if they, and then, if, they, if they played just a little bit more, I don't know, Golden State. Yeah, Golden State. Or, or San Antonio style offense, where they just like have like have Katie and Kyrie set up that like can run like an off ball like draw screen for each other, like Clay and Steph do, and just force the defense to like make a decision. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, then that's actually going to like force some sort of movement. Whereas it's just kind of like, oh, we're just watching Kyrie and Katie in the isolation that they want and then all the help defense all the help defense they just kind of have to like load up and then as soon as they as soon as that play like play the passing lanes and as soon as they either shoot the ball or kick the ball out it's just okay now respond with the players that we're guarding so it yeah. wasn't it wasn't hard for boston to shut brooklyn down and in, in hindsight like it's kind of not a it is a surprise that it was a four nil sweep but then when you look at Defensively, who Brooklyn has to match up with them? Yeah, it's just I thought I thought they, would, they have so so many good shooters. They could have 
won a game just by hitting so many threes. You got to feel sorry for a guy like Seth Curry who like, in, Philadel- in Philadelphia has found this role where he is a bit of a creative guy, comes off the all, all those, like, the actions he ran with Joel Embiid and could, like, do things for other people. And it was just like, okay, Seth, you need to go like, guard Jalen Brown and stand in the corner. Those things with KD. Like, you could have put Kyrie in a corner so his man could never leave him and then just run Seth Curry and KD action and just see what happens. I just move, make the defense make a move, like make the defense switch or help or hedge or do something. And they're like, I don't know, they just never did it. I, and Nick and Saxon missed like a million free throws. Yeah. I think the best the, the, the Brooklyn Nets looked was when they were pushing the pace of the ball and Boston wasn't able to set up. Kevin Durant was like kind of getting loose because like def- defensively Boston still has one or two guys trailing, and I just thought that if they were to like up the tempo, kind of like high school basketball rules, hey, we're going to pass the ball over halfway, push to the corners, create some space, and then just get like if you can get a quick bucket, go get a quick bucket. And that's when KD found his rhythm in some of those like back end games. It was all off the back of them just pushing the ball down the court, but they just never they just never consistently tried to push the ball. They were just like moments. But they certainly had to change something. They either had to like up the tempo, start running some sort of off-ball action. But those two artists just wanted the ball, and they were. <laughs> oh, weird! I love, I love, um, KD and like Al Barkley. Oh, oh that's a bus driver song. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, it's just so weird. So weird. All right, that's the East done. I guess, well, let's uh, well, let's let's do the East. Uh, so we got Miami versus Philly. What are our predictions for that? Well, Miami. no Embiid makes it hard. So yeah, Miami in five. Miami in five. I'm about the same. Miami four or five. A gentleman sweep. Yeah. is what you're saying. Gentleman sweep. Like what happened to ATL? Is that it? That it same time pops off one game. Pops off one game or two games, or if he plays well. If James Harden plays bad, then they're just going to get swept. If MB doesn't play a single game, they're just going to win. Yeah, what's the actual injury? So it's concussion and like he has like a break in his face or something? Is yeah, like a... Doesn't he have like a hand thing as well? Yeah, but I, that's, that's not that's, that's not, not immediate, yeah. yeah. I think it was the same. I think it's a similar injury that Mike Conley had. Do you remember? Against, I think it was way back against the Warriors. It was. When he was with Memphis. Yeah. Remember he had like that broken face? Yes. And I think it's kind of that injury. But he also has a concussion. So the concussion is like four to five days, I think. Well, a concussion, depending on how bad it is, can be up to two weeks. And then and then the face fracture just depends. Like if he can play with a mask or if it's too painful, if it's too dangerous. Yeah. Well, if he doesn't play... If he doesn't play, it's... I think, it's, I think it's four games. Like, Especially if, if Jimmy and Kyle are fine. Yeah, whatever... whatever, However many games it is, they will lose regardless. So. And then the exciting series, Milwaukee-Boston. Predictions? 
Yeah, I think this series will actually get the the Boston Celtics defense. Yeah, it'll be like an actual test of their defense because they're also not going to just be able to destroy people on the offensive end because they have Giannis, they have Brook Lopez, they have well, Drew, Holiday. Drew Holiday. They're just a good defensive Grayson Allen. Yeah, they're just defensive team, so they're not. Like they're going to have to work so much harder on the offensive end to get theirs. And then on the defensive end, okay, as good as KD is, he can't do what Giannis does. No. Like, Giannis can just overpower anyone. So you're going to have to send two people and then and then Milwaukee shoots threes. So, so prediction? Mm, like, can anyone actually stop Giannis on Boston? Well, I think, yeah, they can. I think Boston's actually the most equipped. Like they're big. In the East. Like when I look at Boston, I was talking to my friend. Yeah, um, they can. No, I was just saying. Like um, as a team. Yeah, as a team. No my, one my, player my, on that team can stop it. My friend who's a Boston fan, I was. he's obviously very excited at the moment. Is this Matt? Yeah. yeah. He, um, oh, are you talking about Matt Smith? No. Oh, right. Well, I'm thinking of a different Matt. I can't remember. Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking of a different Matt who goes to Philly. Goes to Philly. It's all good. Oh, no. That, yeah, 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 Matt from... No, this is a different Matt from... from uh, Just say Matt from Smith, footy. man. No, it's not Matt Smith. I'm, oh, who it's, is it? It's a different Matt oh, okay. <laughs> from footy. Anyway, um, I was saying to him, this Boston team, like Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, obviously Marcus Smart is a thick boy. Like, they're, they're all, like, thickened out. They're all yeah, kind of looking like men now. Al Horford's... Like, Thick. That that video of Jason Tatum dunking on LeBron in the playoffs has been going around, and it looks like a different person. It's like a different yeah. human being. Tatum's way more filled out, and then they've also got Williams back, who's obviously yeah. he's thick. Yeah. How filled out they are, unless there's they have like two thousand and one Shaq coming off their bench. <laughs> <laughs> Shit again, yeah. Yeah, but you you can throw Williams out there. You can throw Horford out there. Plus Brown, Tatum. Like there's a lot guys. of bodies that can be if, sent if his way. A, if there's a team that can Barrow's make it tough get... on Giannis, if there's a team that can make it tough on Giannis, I think it's the Boston Celtics. Oh yeah, like but okay. There's, there's a lot of teams that could up and move on. Didn't really matter. That's fair enough. But Golden State made it tough on LeBron. He scored 50 points. The finals. I think out of all the teams that are left, I think Boston can do the best job on Giannis. I could be wrong, but I, th- I, I think if Milwaukee can, if Milwaukee like if all the other players hit threes or hit their open shot, because they'll get open shot. If they hit their open shot, Milwaukee wins in like six or seven. If Grayson Allen and Covington, no, not Covington, Cunnington. Cunnington, yeah. Can't. If they have a bad shooting series, then they're just going to lose. So you're saying Milwaukee, or well, what's your prediction? You got to predict. I think I think Milwaukee in 67. Okay, Max? I was going to say Milwaukee win 4-2 or 4-3, so. <sighs> now that makes me want to go Boston. Yeah, you can't be boring and just... <laughs> Say exactly what I actually think that without Middleton there, I'm pretty impressed, but I want to see game one first. Can I see game one first? No. Mm. No. 
<laughs> okay, out of all of these series, I obviously have like predictions for all of them. Wait, can I see the the sheet? I haven't written it down. <laughs> no, I just want to see this. I just want to see out of all out of all of these series, I th- like I think I think it's Milwaukee. But out of all of them, if I could have a pass on one, and it's like oh, I get to see the first game or two, just the first game. This is the one that I would like a potential do-over. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna realize that defending Giannis is a lot different to defending Kevin Durant. Yeah, it's just a better Milwaukee's just a better, more well-oiled machine right now. Like they're they're a team. That's one thing that I wrote down in game. What game was it? Maybe game two or three. I think it was game two. It was pretty early on in the series. Um, I was just taking notes, and then for Brooklyn, I wrote down not a team. They're just, they just they just weren't a team. They were just these like two talented individuals with these other guys that are talented NBA players, but they don't have an identity. It's just a random group. The, the amount of different fives they threw out there, I was like, how the fuck is this a five you put out in the playoffs? I have no idea. I think I think there's a potential like because everyone's talking about like, about Boston's defense and been like number one defense team for the past couple months and that and that whole thing. I feel like in the playoffs against someone like Giannis, if if Milwaukee's shooting well, like if all their three point shooters are hitting their open shots, I feel like Boston could just end up not breaking, but just going. Shit, we have the best defense. We have the best defense in the league, and we can't stop this dude. Yeah, it could happen. And I feel like if that happens, they're, they're just like fall apart. I'm going to say Boston in six. <laughs> <laughs> if Middleton was playing, I'd say Milwaukee in six, but I'm going to go Boston in six. I don't know. I kind of think that they could be good. But this, is, think- this is the one series I, I would like a redo if I can have one. What do you think Giannis average is? Um, I don't know, 30 and 12. And then they lose in six. Yeah. So he averages 30, 12, probably five assists, two blocks, two steals, and they're losing six. Yeah. Six or seven. I didn't want to say six or seven because I didn't feel bold, so I just said six. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I think it's going to be a fun series. They don't, they don't start till the fifth. The games. That's a while. So far away. Anyway. All right, let's move on to the West. Uh, let's let's power through these and then talk future matchups more. But we got Phoenix, New Orleans. That was finished four two. Max, how are you feeling? You there's a chip. There's a chip coming to Phoenix. Were you nervous? He was no. I don't. Devin Booker Sorry. hamstring injury. Whatever. Never had any Sorry. doubts. Jay Crowder, he's going to be second round. He's going to be knocking trays down. He'll be an elite shooter. Not worried about that. You guys are haters. Last the end of last season, you guys were like, nah, that was the Suns' opportunity. It's gone. We did say that. You guys both were like, nah, they, that was it. Bad. I'm sorry, but if they're not your number one team in that in that list to win, if you put Milwaukee ahead of them, they're not going to beat. They're not going to beat Milwaukee. They're winning. No, they're not. They're winning. <laughs> what makes you think? What have they done differently 
that makes you think just another year, another year to grow. This year, Mikael Bridges defend. another year. Dondre Aiden has another year under him. Mikael Bridges is really good. he's fucking good. Mikael, really Mikael Bridges grew four inches. Jay Crowder got worse, but that's okay. What what did you say about Mikael Bridges? I said. No one on their team grew like six inches and put on a hundred kilos. I'm not saying they had to do as a player, mate, as a person, as a team, as a as a well well old machine, as Isaac said. Well, well, so what, what were our biggest takeaways from the? We'll get through we'll get through the last series and we'll talk about the future of ones coming up. So, uh, what's your biggest takeaways from the Phoenix New Orleans series? Jake is a liability from the three point line. <laughs> yeah, finally glad you see it. No. And then also, you just hate on him. I'm like, well, he starts on every team he goes to. He only goes to playoff contending teams. I'm, I'm just like, he's obviously a good player because wherever he goes, he makes the you starting five. Edit this whole thing. So I'm not. I would never ever call myself a Jake Crowder fan, but I have to balance out your negativity and just he, he misplaced so hate. So bad in that series. It was almost. Yeah, I know he my- was, man. But that's one series compared to his career. In his. That one, that all it takes is one injury. Like that's it, one injury, and then if Devin Booker's hamstring goes again, that they lose. That's fair enough. I think my biggest takeaway from the series is, as soon as the series was over, Zion Williamson goes, "Oh, I want to sign that contract." Couldn't sign that contract fast enough. Wants that, wants to stay with New Orleans now. Zion played. No. Stop it. Well, if Zion's playing, they probably aren't that lower of a seed. Oh, but like if he came back late into the season and and like if he was healthy and stuff like that, if they if they were running Zion instead of Larry Nett. Larry Nett's pretty good. good. Jay Crowder locks him down, thick boy and thick boy. Jay Crowder, what? <laughs> Jay Crowder isn't, isn't locking anyone. He's not locking Zion. Uh, no, he's also, not, but... Jay Crowder's also, a think, quite a good defender. By the, by the time we get to the finals, Chris Paul will be worn out if you have to keep doing this shit. Yeah, yeah. Devin Booker's got to got to be healthy. Um, Dallas versus Utah. That was the most surprising series. I thought Utah was gonna at yeah. least. I wasn't surprising at all. Dude, they dropped. Such a didn't they drop two? Did they drop two games or one game when Luca wasn't that playing? It's not surprising. I, like, so, no jingles. That's what happens. No GI Joe. They are such an underwhelming side. Those teams with like they're always good in the, but when they get to the playoffs and people can actually game plan, they just lose. Did you see they came out and said that they won't be blowing it up this off season? They have. They have. They have to. They have. Like, they're just not going to win. They've done the same thing like four years in a row and they've lost every single time. You Don't have to the Lakers? No matter how many... <laughs> what? You have to trade Rudy Gobert. What about Rudy um, Gobert? Would you trade Westbrook for Rudy Gobert? Or is that... that oh, actually, that's crazy. That's a fucking huge Lakers team. That, that, no, that's crazy. There's no way Utah does that. That was silly. Ignore that. They're not, gonna, they're not trading that's, anyone. That's me Westbrook. being a Tim for a second. That's, that's like a... Obviously, oh, you maybe, trade. Seems like maybe they decide to tank. Maybe they decide to tank. Yeah, maybe they're going to give you Donovan Mitchell as well. No, I don't want Donovan Mitchell. Um, Can't play defense. Is there any massive takeaways from that besides Utah just being shit? 
<laughs> Jalen Brunson's pretty good. Yeah, he was really good. <laughs> yeah. Dumb. Huh? <laughs> Stupid. Um, like, like Luka comes up a pick and roll, and then there's just two people on him and a wide open three point shooter, and then that's that's what happens. It's just a wide open three point shooter. Um, how much of a difference is um, oh, his Desmond Bain? Could you imagine that? Just, no. I know um, oh, who they trade two. for Pazingas? Dimity. Yeah, Dinwiddie. He's made a massive difference. Yeah. I mean, I think just getting Porzingis off the team made the difference. Fair enough. And playing Utah Jazz. If they played anyone else, they'd <laughs> Well, yeah, well, let's move on to the other series and we'll, we'll talk about the round two. Uh, Golden State, Denver. I don't think it was ever going to be much of a series without Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr. being there. I mean, that's, yeah, Denver, Denver Yeah, they're not great. Without, I mean, that's two two pretty big players. Yeah, they were never they were never there. We'll talk about Golden State in a second. Memphis, Minnesota. You were very invested in this series, and I couldn't tell who you were going for the whole time. <laughs> Minnesota, the whole time. You were going for Minnesota. Minnesota. What? Yeah. But I felt like you were a jar guy. Not a jar guy. No, I'm not. I'm not like. I like Jar. I don't really like anyone else on Memphis. Don't you like? Uh, you like Jaren Jackson Jr. though? No. Oh, I thought no. I did. I fouled the game. He does foul a lot. He av- did, wasn't he averaging? There was some like average fouls that he was giving. It was a ridiculous stat. Anyway, wait. Do I you can't go, remember? It. Do you like the Wolves because of D'Angelo Russell? No, Anthony Edwards. I like Anthony Edwards. I'm not a very big cat fan. <laughs> Poor oh my cat. God. Every time cat talks shit, they would just lose. Yeah, like so. I think Charles Barkley was saying it like that the dumbest team, like that the just the dumbest team in history. And when I started watching their game, I'm like, yeah, he, he's true. They are the dumbest team. Do you like Pat Bev? <laughs> They, no, I don't like that. <laughs> He's dirty. I just was surprised because it felt like you were... I, I said that to Max. I, th- I was like, I think Tim was going for Minnesota that series. And the fact that I didn't feel like you liked Kyle Anthony Towns that much. I was sure you don't like Patrick Beverly very much. Yeah, well, and I, I knew I thought, you liked Jar, so I was just... I didn't I didn't really care. Like, I don't really care who wins, but Minnesota winning would be so much more fun and interesting than Memphis winning. Is that just because Memphis doesn't have the names? Well, I think uh, they're, they're, he they're crazy. He hates Adams. Minnesota's <laughs> insane. They just shoot like ridiculous shots and crazy threes. They could, they could easily go up against the Warriors and lose 4-0, like four games to none, or shoot like 45, 50% from three and take like 33 a game and beat them. Like, they're insane. Yeah, I don't see a world ever where Minnesota beats Golden State, but let's move on to the next round. So Phoenix is playing Dallas. Max, thoughts on the series? 4-0. You don't actually <laughs> think that. I think they're definitely going to win. I have full faith. How many games can Luca win? 
How likely is it for Devin Booker to come back in that series? He's back. So he is, back. he's definitely yeah, back. Yeah, he played last game. I didn't. I actually didn't watch the last game of the series because uh, I was working. And I would, again, oh. full faith in the squad. Um, huh? Chris Paul did close that shit out, though. He did. What was it, 14 or 14 yeah. from the field? Did you see what Devin Booker said after the game? What? He was at the, they were at the post- uh, like the press conference together Post game press conference And Booker was like That would never happen for me Because I'd take shots That are heat checks He's <laughs> like If I'm if I'm 14 for 14 It's just not happening Because I'm taking yeah. Something wild They I almost th- lost it Last year Oh wait wait They almost lost The Clippers Last year With just Paul George Yeah Dallas I, almost beat- I think it's like 4-2 max Max. What do you mean by what max? do you mean by max? As in, like it might be four one. Like I just think, like when oh, you're looking it, at the positions and the players on each team, like Phoenix, they're just so much better. It's going a minimum six games. Minimum six. Minimum six. Um, like can Stephen Adams stop? Like Stephen Adams. Oh no! Wait, sorry. Yeah, Dallas. Um. Even better then. Like, who's stopping, like, Aiden, I feel like, there? But DeAndre Aiden's going to have to... DeAndre Aiden's going to have to do what Rudy Gobert did. Yeah, it's it's going to be the way Dallas, like, pushes the ball up the court and all their guards, and mm-hmm. it's whether... It's like... Phoenix might struggle to keep up with them a little bit. But Phoenix is still a quick team. Yeah. Like, they do push the ball as well. Yeah, but Brandon Ingram kind of had his way in like certain quarters with Phoenix. Yeah, he's a good player. Luka Doncic, Mikael Bridges locking him up, Cameron Johnson locking him up. Team defense. Switch on everything. Switch on everything. Uh, I'm gonna say Phoenix in six. I'm going to say Phoenix actually realistically in five. If, they switch, if I was a betting man, I'd say six, but I have to at least they, say four Going at least six. Though. Tim's going at Who do you pass. want to win, Tim? Alex. Yeah. Uh, Golden State, Memphis? Oh, wait. And if, if Devin Booker isn't 100%, they could lose the series. Yeah. Easily. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. If he's not, if he's not playing every, but game. they don't start playing till till the fifth. I feel like he's fine. No, uh, it's and a some Kendall game. TLC. He'll Ham, be good. Hamstrings are. He, he be, could he could go up for a dunk and pull it again. Yeah, hamstrings can be. I be in guarantee that he will. He'll be well looked after in between now and then, and like even like yeah, they're gonna do like a, everything. If there's a lingering injury you don't want. It's a hamstring. Those things don't just if, heal. So if he's not a hundred percent, or even if he it. if he misses a game, you still think Phoenix wins? If he misses a game, no. If he's let's say he's like fifty percent the whole series, I think then I think they probably lose. Like they probably like they have like a like a twenty five percent, thirty percent chance of winning. If he's at like fifty percent for the series, what, what about you, Isaac? 
if he if, if he's, he's not if, if he's like fifty percent each game. Yeah, I th- I think it's I think then it's gonna be pushing for a seven game series. What but do if you he's think, if Tim? he's healthy if I, if he's healthy I think it's just a six game. What they lose in seven they lose in six. They lose in six. Dallas defense is actually good. If if Devin Booker injures his hamstring in the first game and then he's just out for the series, then stop. Just throw the Don't say these things. <laughs> Don't just just throw it up in no. the air. But uh, <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't play the whole series, then that uh, Golden State Memphis. Can't believe Memphis. Hey. Memphis. <laughs> I think it's it. I think it's a six gamer. Memphis. No, six games. <laughs> I can't believe that we're talking about Golden State in the second round of the playoffs and I'm very certain they'll win their like their series. Yep. After no, what I- after like my thoughts from like before the season I started. Tried to tell you. Yeah, I know. I'll eat my words, but like I just it's kinda like the Cowboys, like I'm just I don't know. Like I just would never have thought that'd be this good. You didn't think that Jordan Poole was gonna be Jordan Poole. That's not why you <laughs> Why they Oh, they're no, they're they're much like I knew they were going to be good because I've had them in the top four in the West. Yeah, but you didn't think they would be. But this now I have good. them a lot higher than top four. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think they would be this good because Jordan Poole would make a leap. Like they finished, they finished top. Four, didn't they finish four, third or four? No, uh, just a second. Yeah. They must. Steph, uh, Steph missed a bunch of time though. They were after Memphis, right? Yeah, Jordan Poole going just insane. Not the most improved though. Not yeah, Jamarant. somehow. Um, Jamarant winning no. most improved is so <laughs> dumb. Like I don't, I don't, I don't care whether it should be Jordan Poole or not. But like, yeah. I feel like Jamarant's just not the most improved player when you're already a star. Yeah, yeah. Memphis beat them during the season, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they like, did. They did. It's like, like I'm I'm like a set like four two. Like they'll win oh. like four two and but like I think Memphis could easily win. I think Golden State win I think I it's wanna four say two, four but two, like but I think four two. Yeah, I think I think I think, I think I'll probably lean towards four three, but I feel like it could it could be four two, yeah. And obviously, Tim thinks Memphis are going to win. I think I think Memphis either six or seven. They just man, they they just beat them. They they're just a good matchup for Golden State. As in, Golden State's a good matchup for Memphis. It'll be fun. I think like Phoenix, I think Golden State's Phoenix, peaking at the right time. But Golden State's a good matchup for Memphis. I'm going. Like, Jar's, uh, Jar's going to be a problem for <laughs> Jordan Poole and Steph and Clay. Steph's a good defender. Yeah, but he's he's Steph's not that good. good. He's not that good. He's not that good. He's a lot better than he used to be. They need a little bit more. Like I don't know what's going on with Iguodala right now. He's not John Morant good. Uh, he's 75 years old. That's what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> they could use a little bit of time from him, but Andrew Wiggins, Otto hey, Porter. All, all I'm saying is if they play that, so if they play the 
Steph, Jordan Poole, Clay, Wiggins, and Draymond lineup. And Memphis plays John Morant, Darius, uh, John Morant, Bain, uh, Dylan Brooks, JJJ, and who, who's that other? Who's that other dude? Maybe like Anderson or something. Uh, yeah, Carl Anderson. I feel like I'm missing someone. Are you going with a small if, lineup? If they play their small lineup, Bronson, yeah. then. Steph, Jordan, Poole, and Clay. Uh, yeah, they're not gonna. They're not gonna get by. I think they're fine. That's, that's, I'm. I'm quite. They played, I'm quite confident they played in this series. Denver, <laughs> so, so you're saying Memphis six or seven? I'm saying Warriors in a hard, a hard six. It's not an easy six. Sometimes sixes are like easy six, kind of like the. Like, but like Dallas, Utah, that was like an easy six. That was a very easy six. But I think this is going to be like a tough six. I say Memphis in six or seven. Yeah, you would. Um, they, they crushed them in the regular season. <laughs> well, that's that's all the matchups. Um, do you guys want to hear my in order? Most likely to least likely to. Oh, sorry, I've got my top five teams that I think can win the championship. I think there's only five teams that can win. I have put them in an order. Do you guys want to hear it? I'd love nothing more. I feel like you're going to have... Do you want me to start at five? Yeah. All right, number five, I have the Miami Heat. I do think that the Kyle Lowry injury could be a problem. And I also just don't know if I... In saying that, though, the Oladipo thing is, like, interesting. Oladipo closing out that last series against Atlanta without Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry, I was like, shit. Like, if they've got another, like, just another player, they just have so many players, which sometimes in the playoffs, maybe you have too many. I don't know. But they've got the depth. I do like their defense. They've got that heat culture. (laughs) And they've got Jimmy Butler, who I think is... A playoff fiend. So that's my number five. Thoughts, Tim? That's your fifth most likely to win. Yeah. Uh, number f- number four is Phoenix. Wait, uh, my- <laughs> hey? I thought you'd put them higher. I would put them higher. Yeah. You put yeah. who higher? Miami? Yeah. Yeah, just listen. Number four is Phoenix. <sighs> I have, I have Phoenix number four. I'm just worried about Devin Booker's uh, hamstring, and and there's just I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to start getting tough, and can Chris Paul hold up the whole way? Uh, Phoenix are my number four. Number three is Milwaukee. They would be my number one, but Middleton being out has me some has some question marks, and they got to get through Boston without yeah. Middleton, which I think is tough. Uh, Here we go. I'm so, I'm so surprised at your top two. And then number two, I got Boston. Are you actually number one? Golden I got, State one. And number one, I got Golden State. Yeah, there it is. Oh my god, you're fucking I, insane, dude. So, they're they not number so, one. They are so good. And then oh I don't god. think they're number one if 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 Milwaukee can get through Boston and then they get 
they get Middleton get back. Get off Steph Curry's ding dong, <laughs> dude. And Draymond. Golden State is looking Ooh. very good. And they've got a whole squad. And they got all the right pieces in the right places. Denver. They had the easiest <laughs> series of any team in the entire league. And they were playing the MVP, man. <laughs> yeah, who averaged who averaged like thirty, fifteen, and twelve, and they still got crushed. Honestly, this the this rank like the the ranking of the five. I kind of threw that in there just to get some eyebrows raised. But the f- yeah. that is the Sorry. five teams that I think are most likely to win the championship. You actually have Boston and the Warriors as your top two. If you're not trying to stir us, what is actually your I'm pretty high on them. I I wanted to put Miami ahead of Boston, but then the but more dude, I, I think, thought about it, the more I was like, ah, I don't know. I think if Miami, I think the the champion comes out of the East. It's Miami Celtics or Milwaukee. So you think they're the top three? Yeah, I don't think anyone in the West can beat any of those three teams, especially. <laughs> If Max, Milwaukee, Max, comes, I don't think Tim can see Max, right? Can you see Max? No, in the if, no I can't. If Milwaukee comes out, if Milwaukee gets out of the East, they will beat any team. <laughs> it's just, I don't understand why. I don't understand what about what changed about Phoenix that makes people think Phoenix can beat Milwaukee this year. I don't get it. Well, Middleton <laughs> being hurt, obviously. Giannis dropped 50. Devin 50. Booker is better this year. He's oh, He has a hamstring strain. Yeah, he does have a hamstring strain. But but, but, but best, pre, the, pre the hamstring strain, best, Devin Booker... Best year of his career. Yeah, Devin Booker was looking like MVP a different candidate. player to what he was last year, I think. Yeah, Giannis, is, they cannot. They have no one. Aiden, no one can, Aiden locks him down this year. He, he won't. At least Boston, like Boston has uh, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Al Horford. Yeah, I, I do think Boston... Golden State has Draymond, you know, even like Memphis doesn't have anyone, but okay, they like Jay, Jaron Jackson's like the leader in blocks and steals combined. But Phoenix, well, they're going to play JaVale McGee. Dude, JaVale's been good for them. I, also, Mikael, Mikael Bridges, man, you just, you hate him right now. <laughs> dropped, what did he drop? I, he dropped I 36. Do, I do think the, the Phoenix Suns finished number one in the, like number one in the West. Kind of because they're just like number one in the NBA. Sorry, number one in the NBA because yeah. they're like kind of they've in been the there. To, they've been there together. Yeah, they have. A they're a well-oiled machine. But like now that it's in the playoffs, I agree with Tim. Like I don't think they can match up with. Like I was just thinking, like, oh, if you throw this Boston Celtics team onto a court with the Phoenix Suns, I could just see them like eating them, just like eating them alive. <laughs> Same, same with Miami. Like I, just the intensity. Like I can, like Chris, Chris Paul isn't going fourteen for fourteen against Miami. I do up. think the Warriors are the best team in the West. I have no doubt that you think that. <laughs> I think if it was my top three, I'd be going like on being not biased and not wanting Phoenix to win. It would be. Milwaukee, Miami, then Phoenix. I agree yeah. that the two, the That's two of the best teams in the NBA are from the East. I don't think it's Boston. 
Um, and I definitely don't fucking think the Warriors are going to win the chip. <laughs> Warriors um, but I agree that the best teams are coming I'm out. Pretty of high these. on the Warriors. Oh my goodness! They can't... Jordan Poole and Steph Curry and Clay Thompson aren't guarding. Yeah, they have Andrew Wiggins too. And Otto Porter. And they got Gary Payton. They got the glove 2.0. If Gary Payton's playing 25 minutes in a playoff game, (laughs) then. No, he'll give you. He can give you 10 to 15 good ones, though. He was knocking trays down in that closeout game as well. They were playing against Denver. That series means nothing. Maybe Boston. Maybe Boston. Who was was Denver's best for him to play? Morris? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Jokic? Jokic is basically their point guard. Yeah, Jokic is their best perimeter player. There you go. Now I'm like thinking, wait, a Boston like... And they still love Boston. The Boston are good, man. Yeah, I know. I'm just thinking I like... Honestly... I'm thinking like, who can stop Giannis and the Bucks? And the, if that team stops them, do they the only win with, with like Devin Booker potentially being still <clears throat> injured and Chris Ball being old and like the curse of Chris Ball in the playoffs and... I do think Boston and Milwaukee, maybe the team that gets out of that series is fucking like beat up. They could, they, and they've just it's going to be a tough series. And then I think Miami, Miami's going to Miami's going to roll through Philly. Like Miami could win four four nil, and they're fresh. And watch a two week. have like two weeks off. Just be sitting at home watching Milwaukee. And Boston just beat each other up for seven games. On on South Beach with Stephen A. Yeah. <laughs> Miami, but no. And then all of those, that's that's all, that's all, the roadmap for Miami, I think, to then get to the finals because then they'll they, they'll be healthy. Max, can we just agree that all four of the teams that he mentioned would beat Golden State? <laughs> in my so, opinion, yes. I mean, in the yeah. end. If, if if it was a Miami, the ball's gonna get. All I'm saying is the ball's gonna get tossed. If it was the ball's a, gonna get tossed up, and I'm <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty high on. After the ball's been tossed a few times, we're gonna see that finals logo back on the court, and maybe, we might be seeing a Warriors I'll, jersey there. I'll agree with you after if they come out and just destroy Memphis in Game One and shut down Ja Morant. But if Ja comes out and drops like. 35 on Jordan Poole and Steph Curry, the lockdown backcourt that they are. I think you want Morant scoring 35. What? What? No, I think you kind of like just <laughs> let just let him just let him score. Like you know how like some teams kind of like they they want that guy to be like scoring so they don't. What you think of John? They're not really scoring. doubling him and. Scoring thirty-five, Desmond Bain, and yeah, like, I feel like Milwaukee. I feel like Memphis get tough when it's like everyone's involved. Just kind of Steve come Adams down, will, single coverage. We'll get his. Do you think John Morant scoring like thirty-five means uh, Desmond Bain isn't scoring like twenty? Potentially, depending <laughs> on how the thirty-five comes. Oh my goodness! If, if it's Miami and San Fran in the finals, who do you go for? I've thought about this, and it's <laughs> tough. <laughs> I almost don't want to have to go Jimmy versus Steph. Do, do you know why you do you know do you know why Golden State loses that series? If it's Miami and Golden State, because Andrew, because yeah, Andrew Wiggins is guarding Jimmy Butler, and Jimmy Butler is gonna destroy his mind. Jimmy Butler stop. has had his head down 
these playoffs. Wiggins is an all-star, but, man. Come on. And Wasn't Andrew Wiggins in, Min- in Minnesota when Jimmy was there still? Oh. Yeah. I'm pretty he, sure. He would, yeah, he would have been. Like, like he did TJ Warren. I'm... Yeah. I've thought about the fact that it could be a Heat Warriors final. <laughs> and I don't know how I'll respond to that. You're going for Golden State. I don't... It's obvious. I don't know why you're even acting like that. How many? You've got quite a few teams in the NBA. Golden State. No, I've actually decided I have none. And I'm just going to. I'm just waiting. You're not a Knicks fan now. I'm just waiting for Seattle. You were a Knicks fan for about a year. I was a Knicks fan for like three or four years, but. (laughs) (laughs) Golden State. But I'm really just. Seattle's going to have a team soon. No, Golden State. Like, Golden State is not my team. Golden State is definitely Golden your State team. I just like more Steph than the others. And Draymond. It's okay and to have them as your team. I like Steph and Draymond. My issue is, is if Miami and, and like Golden State come up in the finals, I'm like, well, my guy Steph, he's already got three. Jimmy's got none. You like... 80% of the Warriors starting five. So, I'd say that's, that's a lot. 80? Yeah. I like two of the players. Oh, you don't like Clay? I'm like, like I I think Clay's good. But he's not like one of like my guys. It's so obvious that they're your team because you always just have a certain bias to go <laughs> It's ridiculous. What bias? I, I told you guys that they were going to be a top four team this year. And yeah, you guys but, were like, oh, here we go. And they were a top four I think, team. I think that was a fluke. They were a top four team. That was a fluke. It wasn't a fluke. It was. No, it's not because this... You, you had no idea Jordan Poole... If you said they're going to be a top four team because I think Jordan Poole and this person and that person are just going to improve so much. And Wiggins, yeah. I definitely talked about Jordan Poole in that podcast. Obviously, I didn't think he was going to be this. But... Because F is going to be just like balls to the wall amazing. And he was actually like not that good for a large part of the season and was injured for a large part of the season. That's how good Jordan Poole was. Yeah, but at the start, he was something. And then he, he could take the foot off the pedal because... I didn't realize that Jordan Poole was going to be what he is. But I did call it. And the reason I call it was because I think that there is something in a team having chemistry. Oh, definitely. And and when I watch the Warriors play, I'm always thinking, you really (laughs) just don't want to be... Like, you just wouldn't want to play, play these guys. Like, they're just so... Like, Draymond's, like, finding... Like, he's not even, like, looking. And he's just, like, dropping the ball off. And it's just going exactly where Steph needs it. And then you've got Clay, who's coming into his own. Average, like, 20... What, what did Clay average in the last series? Like, he's starting to play well. And then... And then on top of that, like... If Steph and Clay are having an off night... Jordan Poole's kind of proved that he could be someone that you could have a big game out of. Andrew Wiggins has had big games this season. You know, Draymond can just change a game just on the defensive end. Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, but it's 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 not it's Andrew Wiggins after like 
all these other guys. They can throw oh, mold. They can throw so many different this is all fives like at you. Oh, I think we might have just lost Tim. Oh, they no. do have a lot of guys they can send your way. Yeah. Warriors. Yeah, they're really. I I but. genuinely think they're really good. And they've got the two guys that can just heat up like no one else. I wonder if Tim just lost the... Do you want to try calling him back? Maybe his phone's dead. Let's try and call him. I think we could probably wrap up the podcast, though. Mm. I'm quite surprised by your... uh... The order of your five. Even I thought I thought Miami would not be fifth. Yeah, there's just something missing with Miami. And I knew when you I were going to put I'm Gold. Like, oh. I knew you'd put Golden State up there, but <laughs> you put them first. All right, I don't know where Tim is. Um, no, I don't know. There's just something a little bit missing from Miami for me, from what I've watched. Like the fact that I thought Atlanta was like so shit. And there were some moments where I was like, ah, am I going to screw this one up? Like you feel like they should have just demolished them. Yeah. Capella was injured. Collins was like kind of not really himself. Um, and like the other thing that's tough with Miami, I forgot to say this. Maybe I should have brought my notes was like, they do kind of struggle to score. So they can kind of like beat teams up a little bit. And they've got like this like macho attitude about them. But, <clears throat> like, they really go through stretches. If you look at some of the box scores, like, they're winning games, but they're not actually scoring that many points. And I just think if you want to hang with the Boston Celtics, Milwaukee Bucks, Golden State, Phoenix, teams like that, you actually have to be able to score the ball. And it's a lot of Jimmy Butler isolation. It doesn't feel like they have as many players where you can just give them the ball and they can just go get it. Jimmy's really the compared only to the one. other four teams you're talking about. Yeah, like Jimmy's kind of the only one. The that, the others it's kind of like more team basketball. Yeah. Like Hero Tyler Herrick can kind of like But he's still like young and like Yeah, you don't want to be too trusting soon. Too much. It's too soon for that. That's the only thing with Miami. But I I don't know. I think they're in the top five. I think those are the only five. Like I don't think Where's the list gone? Well, I don't think Who did anyone, I leave off the list? Like, like Dallas. I don't think Dallas can win. I don't think Memphis can win. Philly without Embiid. Oh, and Philly. That's that's the three. So, Philly, yeah, I think Philly are done. I don't even really see them being able to win without... Even if Embiid was there. Because Harden's looked that not good. Um, but, yeah. Anyways, I don't know where Tim's gone. Thanks for joining us, Max. <laughs> no worries, mate. Sorry about your Phoenix Suns. The ranking. You're apologizing for the ranking. Ah, just for what's about to come to them in the playoffs. They're winning this second round. Yeah, probably. Phoenix Warriors could be a fun. A, you got to you have the positive mindset. I'm going to have a positive mindset. You know, yeah. Devin Booker's going to come back. He's got a, a while to rest his hamstring. You know, he does have a few days. He's got. He's going to rest up. Like, and like with Chris Paul. Like, there's only so many playoffs that he can just just have bad luck and not play well. Like, 
In the law of averages says he's going to get through to the finals. Yeah, the law of averages also says Again. that he's gold. So. Yeah, but I don't know. Just like with the, the Broncos and Sharks, I'm going to have a positive mindset. You know, I'm never going to doubt them. <laughs> Alrighty, let's leave it there. Goodbye, all.